This is Twa Teams One Street from the Evening Telegraph, the only podcast as obsessed with Dundee and Dundee United as you are. This week, Inform United out to tackle Tun. And can D stop hoops running rings around them? And we might mention Scotland briefly. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Twa Teams One Street. I gave Sean a fright there. Not for the first time. I, I'm Tom Duthie and I should really have read the notes and I looked up to see who was actually here today. Stop laughing, George. You know George is here because he's giggling at yeah, me already. Can't help myself. And, and because it's still one of those prolonged horrid, holiday, peri- holiday, holiday, holiday periods caused by international breaks. We've got the BCRD team with us as well today, George. It's, it's so, the youth product. I, George I, I like Cran? Shut up. <laughs> That's my prolonged intro this week. George Cran. Hello. Sean Hamilton. All right. And Craig Cairns. Welcome, honoured, honoured guests. Thank you very much. Here to add some gravitas to this week's show. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, you mean gra- gravy? But that didn't work. Cut, cut that out. <laughs> cut that we out. cut. We cut nothing out on no. this show. It's warts and all this show. Plenty of them. That, well, that's very true. From, I can see. Anyway, enough of this wearing on. Down to business. Dundee United. Who wants to speak about Dundee United in the absence of Mister Temple? Easy conversation. <laughs> Who are they beating this weekend? Because I'm back on my one, <laughs> league is won by October boast, mm. which I did try. For those of you who haven't been listening, I did try to deny it for a couple of weeks <laughs> yeah, but, during yeah. the league cup. But no, I was right from the start. Have you lost the run of yourself about Dundee United this season, Tom? <laughs> I've been up and down about them, but I'm I'm very much up and have been for a few weeks. Right. They they're going to win this league. I think so. Although I saw I thought on the. On the sports team's other podcast, they were talking, can they be the championship's invincibles? Even I would not quite go that far. So you wouldn't go as not far to as, say it won't as happen. Jim Spence. That was Jim Spence that said that. <sighs> Jim gets carried away about matters United, Dundee and anything and with beloved home city. Mm-hmm. And quite right too. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't go that far myself. But, you know, I, I, I think they're, I, they're going to win the league. I think yeah, they should I. win the league. Mm-hmm. I just always think there's a game. There will be a game where something goes wrong, yeah. and the, and the championship is is tough enough that, that so when say. that thing goes wrong, yeah, I, I I actually don't think it's as tough as many people say. Not this to season. be quite to be quite frank, and not, and not this like last season either. But that said, good competitors throughout the league. Mm-hmm. So if you're off your you're off at one day and get a bad break, mm-hmm. you I mm-hmm. think you will lose a game somewhere along well, the line. That, uh, we saw that the the family game, the only game that dropped points, it took what a stoppage time equaliser to mm. to get that that point. So it, it just shows that the margins on that day were pretty mm-hmm. pretty thin. So that kind of happened. Um, but no, I, I agree. It's, looking at the league last year, it was so tight. It was unbelievably tight. I mean. Morton, who's playing United at the weekend, finished outside the playoffs, but only six points off the top. Mm-hmm. That's not going to yeah, happen it was this year. Last season, it's it? not going to happen yeah. this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think United look very strong, at, and I think the two next them, Wraith Rovers and Queens Park, look like they'll, they'll stretch a three. It, it seems like ridiculous to be, you know, it's only four games to be saying this yeah. now, and and you know, projecting myself as if I'm some sort of great oracle or anything. I'm not, but like I think Wraith Rovers and um, United, it'll be, it'll be between them two. I know it's early and they're the top two at the moment, but I think race yeah. rovers are just. Uh, I mean, that's uh, actually I shouldn't be speaking about race rovers. We've got a specialist. <laughs> well, I that We've got here. a specialist you, in the you, building. You've seen them this season, which we we haven't. But I mean, everything you hear about them, they're very good. Yeah, they've been a very good footballing team for several years now. Now they seem to be getting the consistency of result to go with the quality of football. They added a lot of attacking players in the summer and they're going a bit more direct, not not as in long ball, but they're getting the ball into the final third uh, more quickly and they're scoring more goals. The one thing against them would be the goals they're conceding, but if you look across the championship, there's lots of high-scoring matches every week. There's um, There haven't been a lot of clean sheets in the league so far. It has been very high-scoring so far, so um, they're not alone in that. They're conceding a lot of goals, but they they haven't lost a game yet. They've been in situations where 
last season's team wouldn't have got back into the game. They've come back from mm -hmm. from from losing. They were two 0 up against Morton and then blew that lead and then went on to win the game. That's again, that's something they wouldn't have done mm -hmm. last season. So they are a, a very different side this season. I still think they've got a wee bit to go to prove that they're going to be consistent challengers at the, the top of the league, but it's certainly all going in the right direction so far. And just to add to what's been saying about the league so far, I think we might find that the there'll be much of a much of a muchness between the, the bottom half of the league this season. I think with the way Arbroath and Airdrie have started, I think those were everyone's kind of tips for being mm -hmm. sort of cut adrift. And um, I think we might find that there's a bit more of a... Yeah, as I say, muchness between the sides in the bottom half of the league this season rather than the top half. Yeah. Sean, Dick, um, mm. Dick's not Dick, Dick's Craig. And I'm speaking about <laughs> Dick, if you see what I mean. Um, Dick Campbell, as he does at our bro. Thank I God don't, for I that. Don't, yeah. I don't see what you mean, but uh, continue uh, see, and I'll see if I can figure it out along the way. Are you sure we don't edit anything <laughs> out of this? Quite, no, no. That would take, it would take too long. <laughs> <laughs> poor Morgan poor Morgan here's got to go home at some time tonight anyway the point I was the point I was trying to make was after the first game of the season when yeah. Arbroath got a right hunting from United yes that is the technical thought, term is, is, yes is this is this Arbroath's season to go doon uh -huh. but as Dick Campbell often does mm -hmm. he found his he, yeah. he found the formula he got it right sometimes it does take him a wee while into the season to mm -hmm. get it uh, and as Craig said, to get the words, to get the names in the right order. <laughs> yes. People thought that was our growth and Airdrie would struggle. Those two yeah. teams aren't. And what it does mean is, and why I don't think A United will win all their games, but they will win the league, and the league might stay reasonably tight, mm -hmm. is because there's a lot of teams there. I mean, if you look at the bottom team, yeah. Inverness Cali were fancied as promotion hopefuls at the start. So from, from bottom to Who top. Who <laughs> in the sense that the, the, you just, thought they just, might make the top four yeah, okay. and uh, the fact of the matter is from one to ten if a team doesn't play well they can lose to the other nine mm -hmm. that was a very long way long winded way of saying that well it's good because it ate up a lot of time yes it did and that's, uh, that's <laughs> crucial we're here all week this uh, yeah no you're right absolutely and there always is a little bit of that in the championship it's some, something that we talk about every year how cutthroat uh, it tends to be and uh, I'm sitting here at the start saying oh, I think it will be between Dundee United and Wraith Rovers I'm forgetting Queen's Park of course mm -hmm. I, th I think they'll be uh, okay but... so they will be uh, I'm, I'm not convinced completely by yeah, them no, I mean, but, yeah. but I'm interested uh, mm -hmm. because they, they, they might well become something um, I'm not entirely convinced they will but we'll see they've got the potential they've got the budget they've got an interesting foreign manager all yeah. of that stuff, you know. Uh, so, so they're, but they're, they still have that softness. Did that not? You I mean were you at the Wraith Queens Park game the other week, Craig? Where they, they seem to they seem to be able to lose games that you think they're going to win. Sometimes they come back and win games you think they're going to lose, but they've got that bit of yeah unknown factor about them, don't they, Queens Park? Yeah, they were actually they were actually better once they went down to ten men, and it was unjustly so. Uh, the, Guy pulled back the striker at the what was his name? Will Tizard pulled back uh, Jack Hamilton on the halfway line. There was a there was a def there was a covering defender. It was a really bold red card for the for the referee to give. But they actually played better after that, and they still continued to play the same way. They continued to pass the ball out from the back. It was patiently building up through the thirds. It wasn't. They didn't. They didn't all of a sudden revert to a more defensive formation um, because they were down to 10 men. And they basically, they were just overwhelmed in the end. Ian Murray had quite a lot of firepower on the bench and they were just I, they were just kind of overwhelmed in the end. So, yeah, they're definitely one to watch this season, especially their 16-year-old goalkeeper who yeah. can't believe That's the wild. size of him for 16 years old. I don't know what size he's going to be when he's an adult, but because he's probably about the same. <laughs> he's like stocky. People he's like quite stocky for it. Like usually when you see footballers at that age they're they're a bit sort of straggly yeah. or lanky or whatever but no he, he's got like a really stocky build and he's very very confident as well uh for for his age he, it's it's watching him it's uh, it's difficult to believe that he's only only 16 years mm. old to drag this back onto the Dundee United yes, section know, totally. it is no We've but the, the point of these teams playing football uh, and at playing attacking football and good passing football takes a 90 minute Concentration 
from United in games, which uh-huh. I'm sure Jim Goodwin will insist on every single game. But the fact teams are coming out to try to play uh-huh. with the quality of attacking player United's got, that's probably an advantage if they're playing well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, United are... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to get into the Jim Spence school of thought on Dundee United. I'm not going to say that they're going to be unbeaten or anything like that. But looking at their squad and what they've got, uh, I think they are stronger than everybody else. Mm, yeah. I, really, I really do think they are. And, I mean, you look at the, the, the weekend pass there, obviously that's not a championship game that we're talking about. It's a, it's a Diddy Cup game. Can we call it that? I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a polite word. Are we allowed to, to call it? Yeah, it's, an, it's certainly an accurate description <laughs> yeah. for Dundee United fans. I think they would call it that. So, yeah, yes. let's call yeah. it that. Um, you look at them there, um, obviously, I mean, Tim Fermlin, you know, they've got their own problems, lots of players missing, what have mm. you. But United 3 0 up, comfortable. And you can see that they're bringing on, for Owen Sturton, for instance, is the one I'm going to pick out. Mm-hmm. They're in a position where, you know, they're. they're 3-0 up comfortable enough they feel they can bring these youngsters on and this lad 16 talking about 16 here's another 6 foot 2 16 year old yeah. coming on the part for Dundee United Scott Constable he is lanky though well. <laughs> <laughs> lanky or is that a different type of tall that's almost a knack you're skinny you're only 16 for God's sake exactly that's the point I was making about uh, Kieran McKenna is he's right. not that he's not a wiry for a 16 year old okay Owen Sturton, wiry striker. He, <laughs> c- he comes on, uh, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks decent. Mm-hmm. God, I mean, raw, obviously. Yeah. But you know, for a, a sixteen-year-old that's six foot, number nine. I mean, if they can get him playing, I mean, fantastic. Can he beat that? But you, but, but the point is, United are, are, are in a position where you look at their starting lineup. You've got Tony Watt sitting in behind Louis Moult in the mm-hmm. come on in the championship, yeah. and then likes of. Um, Kai Fotheringham, I think, is a great player. I, I rate him a lot. Three assists at the weekend, Yeah, isn't it? absolutely. So, yeah. I'm a big fan, big fan of his. Uh, Declan Glass as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he can come on to a game too. Uh, you know, he's been all over the place um, yeah. for, for quite a few and years. Three of, the ones, three of the ones you named there, uh-huh. the, the United, and, and they've made a play of this, and managers like to make a play of it. It's not the biggest squad ever. But mm-hmm. Moult, Glass, and... Uh, Tony Watt, Watt yeah. just itself. If, if Moult went out, Watt could move oh, up. Glass yeah. can yeah. move a bit forward. Mm-hmm. They, can, yeah. they can rotate that three alone Aye. and still have what you would regard as better than Absolutely. a better attack than the rest yes. of the division. Yeah, I mean, on paper is one thing, you know, because things can yeah. look good on paper and, and, and not be good in practice. Mm-hmm. We've all seen it. Um, but uh, in this instance, uh, I, I, I think they, they, they will be good. And um, I, I, again, it's an easy thing to to kind of say, but I, 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 I can't help but be impressed by Jim Goodwin. Continue to be impressed by him. Yeah. And the way he speaks, and I, I just think he's he, he yeah. presents as a man who's got total control of his brief, and he knows what he's what he's up to. And he doesn't. Which look, he's, he's, he's that way. The difference between before uh, relegation and now is he's, yeah. His results. Mm-hmm. Well, he's transformed the he team looked, as well, though, hasn't he? Totally in control from day, yeah. particularly given the time he'd had at Aberdeen, he looked totally in control from the day yeah. he came in, and yeah. and now it's bearing fruition, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and <laughs> him, the way he speaks. I mean, I'm, I'm trumpeting the way he speaks as being impressive and everything like that, and it is. But I mean, let, let's take Glass as, as an example mm. of the way he speaks. Now, it, it, it's all very, very kind of planned and deliberate. He's doing it very purposefully because here's a here's a, a player in, in Declan Glass who has had, you know, a bit of an uncertain time for, for quite a few years. You know, he's been broken into the side a long mm-hmm. time ago, but he's kind of dipped in and out. He's never really established himself as like a first pick. He'll be there all the time. He's been out on loan what, six times, something like that. Um, and, you know, that's going to have an effect on a player. Mm-hmm. And you... How um, Jim Goodwin has chosen to deal with that clearly is I'm going to get my arm around you and I'm going to tell you I absolutely love you. I think you're brilliant. Yeah. I totally believe in you. You're my man. Here we go. You're in. And he talks him up and it, off. you can see the difference yeah. it's made. And de- but and he, he does also have that thing at the end where it's 
No, it's up to you, son. Oh, I've told you how good yeah, you are. Yeah. You've got yeah, to, yeah. yeah. What what I was impressed with as well is he was talking about he's now learned to do the other side of the game. So mm-hmm. it sounds like that's something that Jim Goodwin's uh, drilled into him, and I think that's something that's kind of reflected in. Jim Goodwin's signings as well, how he's kind of solidified. I was talking about how not many teams are picking up clean sheets in this league. Dundee United are the outlier for that. They're they're not conceding goals. And uh, Jordan Tilson, who they got a decent debut out of at the weekend there, he was just their their latest signing in that kind of mould, just like a kind of a solid defensive midfielder premiership experience and I, yeah it seems like he's he's really sort of made that as his signing policy i would actually argue that wraith have a better attack than um certainly deeper attack than dundee united but the dundee united have got a far better defense than than wraith rowers that, yeah that's the are playing more defensively as well i think or more in a more sort of structured way that's i think the, i think that's just the thing that kind of makes them stand out from the, the rest is the the defense it's not sexy or exciting but mm-hmm. teams just can't get through them at mm-hmm. the moment um, obviously Dunfermline are the only team to score against them so far um, and the next couple of games I think are in United's favour as well I mean Morton have struggled a bit this season they've never been big scorers yeah. um, and then Inverness looking a whole heap of trouble to be honest so far and that's the game after it so yeah. I think United can keep keep this run going it's, it's all about momentum and, and they've done that with that cup win as well that's another clean sheet yeah, it is I, I mean you talk about United's defence actually I think it starts from I mean I was going to say Louis Moult I'll maybe let him off the hook I'm sure he does his bit but really I think the defence starts from Tony Watt yeah. for Dundee United the way they've got him playing which is you know I'm sure he would rather not be playing there mm-hmm. he, he would rather be in the Louis Moult position you know getting the goals and the glory and all that stuff but they've asked him to do a job giving him the vice captaincy so I mean this is you know, yeah, I think that's a, a, a signal of Jim Goodwin's appreciation that probably Tony Watt would rather not be doing that. But it's like, look, I need you to do me a favour here. I'm putting my faith in you. You know what? You're, you're, you're going to be a main. But then man he doesn't score that many goals. That's no, well, he doesn't. Yeah. But also, but what they've got him doing, sitting behind Moult, if you like. Yeah. They've, they've got him sitting on on top of the opposition's kind of furthest back to midfielder, mm-hmm. if you like. So that's where Dundee United's defence starts from. Yeah. Starts that's right good. from the front. Yeah. And that's that I think is, is is what's and obviously they've got quality players mm. you know around about that but I think that's that is the the real standout thing for them defensively. Well, that's Tony the, Watt's doing a job for them. You know, even if you pass Tony Watt, then you're in a roster. Exactly, if he's fit. exactly. And then, I'm going to defend Tony Watt here. But I'm not attacking Tony Watt. <laughs> I know, I know you're not. You're you're praising I'm him. Praising but I him. think if you look back at Tony Watt since he was a young boy at Celtic, Tony Watt's got an got a. Uh, a, an attitude reputation if you like mm-hmm. and I think it's based on the fact he, he's one of these boys that oh it's not working out I'll move on yeah any time I'm not saying I've seen him hundreds of times but I've seen him a few times mm-hmm. at various points down his career and what every time I've seen him in the flesh I've always gone oh he works a lot harder than I yeah, thought I know, he would I know. and he's yeah. got that aura about him because he moves around clubs a lot but actually on a football park I've always thought Tony what is he does present quite a hard well. working yeah. striker when he hasn't got the ball yes. and and it's always it's always something that and it's two or three times in his career I've seen him and gone, oh God, he does work hard. Mm. No, that's true. Like, yeah. I, I should know better. And I, I think he's a guy, and I think it's maybe something Declan Glass mm-hmm. uh, has learned from, because the modern game now, very, very few players anywhere in the world mm-hmm. get to just stand about on the halfway line and say, yeah. I'm going to score yeah. 30 goals a season, so I don't need to do anything else. Yeah. But I always think it's the way, they, and, I, and I hate tactics, because tactics are boring. <laughs> But it's this sort of the way the press. If one and as even even a even a dafty like me who doesn't like tactics can look and see if one person doesn't press, uh-huh. it just collapses sure. because it's a domino effect of space for the opposition. So uh-huh. managers managers know and players know from a young age. You can't if they carry don't, a player if they who don't doesn't do it. If you don't do yeah. it, the rest of the team falls a bit. Yeah. falls apart defensively. 100%. So. So if you're going to play, you have to do it. That's true, but at the point with Tony Watt, and, and yes, you're right, I think he does have a, a, an attitude reputation, mm-hmm. definitely. But, the, but the, the point with him is, like, he, he, I think you could argue, you can make a strong argument that he's key to that whole thing. Yeah. Because if he, he doesn't go from where he is, nothing else yeah, happens, nothing else, else works. The whole, so I, I think he's, he's, he's absolutely key to that team. I, Full I, stop. I completely agree with you. Thank you. So let's 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 praise Tony. <laughs> no, but I, I also go, I also go back to like, I think um, what Jim Goodwin's done with his defence is he's told his defence and he's got a, 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 
a style of defender and the likes of uh, Declan Gallagher who you defend first, you pass second. Mm. Players mm-hmm. playing in the <coughs> excuse me, players playing in the position as well. I think that yeah. was a big issue for Dundee United last season. Uh, there's a big thing made about the midfield and the, the lack of forward options and things like that. But even if you looked at the defence, Scott McMahon playing as a left centre back rather than a uh-huh. left back, uh-huh. Liam Smith playing as a right yeah. centre back rather than a than a right back. Um, a midfielder at points as well I think Liam Smith he played quite a few different positions so yeah I think uh, that's been a big thing as well he's just simplified a lot of it he's brought in experienced players in their positions uh, players who really know been around the block and know what they're doing like Kevin Gallagher and uh, sorry not Kevin Gallagher I had him on the brain promoting that game in the (laughs) midweek he has been around the block a lot to and uh, Scott McMahon is uh, playing a lot better this season because he is in his natural position. Yeah. So I, I think that's a yeah. lot to do with it as well, as well as the signings and getting in a competent goalkeeper. Yeah, absolutely. I think the goalkeeper's top notch. Yeah, the goalkeeper. It's when someone in the rare occasion someone has a shot against him, you expect mm-hmm. him to save it mm-hmm. rather than wonder if he's going to save it. Yeah. You're surprised if he's beaten. Mm-hmm. That that shows the, the, the standard the goalkeeper he is. Doesn't Aye. It? No, hundred percent. I mean, I mean we've, 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 uh, you know, forgive me, I don't listen to this podcast. I'm busy doing other things, but uh, I'm sure you've probably been... Come out, please. <laughs> you've no, probably... That's not the, re- the reason, is because you never listen to me. From a young boy, <laughs> Well, you'd never listen to me. And thank the Lord for that. <laughs> yes, I don't blame you. I never uh, said I blamed you. I just said you didn't. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the goalkeeper thing, I'm sure you've probably been round and round the houses. Yeah. Because, uh, but, you, but, yes, a huge, huge difference mm. to your team, having a, having a goalie there who... Defenders in front of him and players in front of him, you know, they can they can have that confidence that if there's a ball going past them and it's heading towards him, it's fine, he'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. Rather than, oh my God, we're done. You know, because that, you're playing with fear. Yeah. But you that, you could see that last season. Yeah, the goal yeah. at Ross County, the yeah. there, was, uh, yeah. there was a yeah. few, I mean, that was Newman to be fair, but there were like multiple... Um, Examples where you saw hesitation between the mm. defenders and the goalkeeper, and not knowing what well, to do. Well, it changes it changes your thought 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 processes completely because you know if you've got a degree of confidence, you'll go, well, okay, I'll maybe take a touch here, and I'll maybe try something else because if it doesn't come off, it's all right, you'll mop it up. Yeah. yeah. But if you're if you think the person behind you is going to chuck a goal in, if mm. the ball goes past you, you're just gonna you're maybe feel you're gonna have to just punt it up the park, mm. and that's it. And it changes the the entire way you have to play the game as a team so yeah goalies goalies huge Tony Watt's huge Declan yeah. Gallagher as well Declan Gallagher's huge he's, he's too, yes. good, too good for the challenge so solid yeah. he's, he's a premature so solid defender yeah. really and he's he another one he did, hey, Steve Clark recognised him he's what he was one he's oh I thought you were calling for him in the squad <laughs> no not no, after no, the no. other night no, but he, he was he was he's one of those band of players and it's 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 a, it's a thing that I sound like an old fart, but it's a thing that used to happen when you, you look like one. Too. I know, I've always been one. It's my natural state, but it's one of these things where I mean, Steve Clark, Declan Gallagher, Considine, a couple of others, mm-hmm. he never pretended these guys were going to win 20, no. 30 caps, but he needed, he needed a player to do a job for a certain time mm-hmm. when others weren't available, and he, w- he went for reliable, strong defenders. Mm-hmm. And it's a great thing to go for because they're experienced guys. They know what to do, uh-huh. when to do it. Now, I mean, to to, to, to stay straying into the uh, international arena, I thought I think one of the biggest problems with Gareth Southgate's beloved Harry Maguire is uh-huh. he's listening to too much of the criticism. He's listening to and he's determined to show he's a really good football and centre yeah. half. And, and when people are booing him, he's trying to make passes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's at a, he's at a point in his career where he's at, it's a crisis. He should go in there and defend. And yes. now, when you, I'm sure Steve Clark had said to Declan Gallagher when he was in the squad and Considine when he was in the squad, yeah. you're experienced defenders. Defend. Just defend. You're yeah. not there to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. Don't take any chances. Mm-hmm. And that's how you that's how you start building confidence. Sure. And that's what good players do. They, yeah. they do their Whatever job they've got in the park, that's the first thing they do. And if they're a defender, anything else they do in terms of scoring goals when they're up for corners or hitting a 40-yard pass. It's a bonus. It is a bonus Mm -hmm. because if you keep a clean sheet, your team hasn't lost. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we were unbeaten 
Gallagher's first five or six caps for Scotland or something like yeah. that. There was something right. crazy. And then, um, yeah, his form totally fell off a cliff when he went to Aberdeen and that kind of ended his, his Scotland hopes. That's, that is probably beyond him now, but I agree yeah. with the wider point because there was players like Paul McGinn and Paul Hanlon you could throw into that yeah. as well who just came in for a couple of caps. Maybe it was just like the last 10 minutes off the bench or something like that. And yeah, it was, it was just kind of dependable pros that he was after rather than anything fancy. Uh-huh. And when you see, when you're looking for a centre half for the to get you out of the championship, mm-hmm. you see a guy that could go and survive for half a dozen games at international level. Oh, absolutely! He could, he'll do yeah. you for the championship, and, and he's proved that. The other thing I think about United, the big difference, and it is I mean, actually, do you know what? I'm going to cut you off quickly, but that's the other thing we have to acknowledge with under United is that yeah, we're talking up all the quality that they've got, but the, the owners backed them again. Yeah, that's how they've got it. That's how they've got a Declan Gallagher and a Louis mm. Moult and a Tony Watt and all of these players because the, the owner's put his money where his mouth is so congratulations and, to him also and the manager I mean the owner did put his money where his mouth is but the manager has spent it wisely yes that's he's, true he's, yeah. He, he, yeah. because there is I'm sure that there's a bit of a disparity between the top wage and the low wage among the experienced players yeah. just now but mm-hmm. he's, he's got a couple of real quality mm-hmm. he's got another he's got another three or four real solid experienced players at that level yeah and in that mix, along with the young talent they've got, maybe they will be unbeaten. My goodness, I'll be sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. This is a love. That could be one so of the things. Anybody got a criticism of you, right? Yeah, I mean, I think to temper it, to temper it a wee bit. Then, <laughs> um, I do think that it is still quite a thin squad in terms of senior pros. Yeah. And I think if there was a situation later in the season where injuries and suspensions were to build up then possibly they could be relying on one too many the young players who are still... I mean, there's a lot of positivity with the young players at the moment, but we've seen a few of these guys have kind of false dawns in the start, uh, in the past and things. So, yeah, I think it could... They could be tested, the squad could be tested a bit later in the season, but certainly looking all great at the moment. Which, is, is that another reason why you, you really want to come out the traps like United have done? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm, thinking of the, I'm thinking of the Louis Moults, the... Uh, the, the, the Tony Watts 2-0 mm-hmm. up in November if you're 6 points ahead with, with 20 minutes to go yeah. get these guys mm-hmm. off get, oh, the, young, get the young laddies yeah. on run about and it, get, it, does, it, it does give you a well you, you saw a little, an example of that against them family the weekend they're 3-0 up second half get a 16 year old yeah. striker on etc etc so yeah absolutely and it's, we've seen that in the championship over, over the last few seasons obviously Dundee won it last year but they started really slowly mm-hmm. Previous yeah. United's last time in the championship, yeah, then it gets started like tense. a train, and then yeah. th- they were miles ahead. Harps started like a train, were miles ahead, and had it won, not quite by October. But yes, I think that you'll find I said in the summer. It's, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a league that that way. Sometimes, sometimes if you don't start well, you have to battle mm-hmm. all your way through. Other, yeah, other times, when and it, I totally get it. If it's a Hearts, a Hibs, a Dundee United, even a Dundee mm-hmm. at that level, mm-hmm. if they can open a gap, yeah. By October, November, Leave it breaks the, the, it breaks the spirit. Yeah. Uh, the other teams are then looking at you know second, third, and fourth mm-hmm. because they know that those teams won't drop mm-hmm. lots of points once they get a bit of momentum yeah. going. And, and I think it's I think this is a huge month. It's of course it's up to United for United because they could put themselves agree, in that position. I agree. It's entirely up to them. It's up to the players. It's up to the management. It's up to them totally. But I think they've got all the, all of the pieces that they need to, to mm-hmm. have a good season there. So, but it's up to them now well the fixtures coming up just having a look at them obviously I mentioned about the two coming up that are probably favourable a couple of teams that are struggling a bit. but then they've got Queen's Park Wraith Rovers and then Partick yeah well that'll be fascinating yeah mm-hmm. I mean, do, I mean, but they've got a chance yeah, yeah, again it's such a crazy league you ever know but if everyone goes to form they've got a chance you know to build even more confidence yeah. over the next couple of games mm-hmm. And then they'll then they'll take on anybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yes, absolutely. I mean, how much more can we uh, <laughs> can, can, can we love Bob and Dundee United? Yeah, I mean, in terms of like potential. All going wrong. This I just weekend, I just went to Greedy Martin scoring the first minute and then right. sitting at the, the edge of their own box. For I think we'll, minutes. We'll, we'll see what you've got to say about this one, Craig. I'll try not to drop you in bother here, but uh, <laughs> I, I, the interesting thing for me with Wraith Rovers will be. Because obviously they've got new ownership or relatively new ownership there within the last year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the club's been bought. Um, manager hasn't changed since the club's been bought. Now, 
they're doing fine. They're doing away fine. Uh, I just wonder if the the wild card situation with Wraith Rovers might be that uh, that new ownership, if they get to a certain point, a wee bit further on in the season, and they're, if they're if they're in touch, maybe if they're not in touch, I think this this will happen anyway. But if they're in touch, but they're not quite there, might they make a wee managerial change mm. and uh, chuck some money at it? Come might they be forced to because they're doing so well that somebody pinches Ian Murray? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's the other side of it. <laughs> are you are yeah. you are you plotting a return for uh, Tam Courts to come in and pip on the United? Oh, the hey, there we go. Your... There we go. That would be good, wouldn't it? Ah, would well, the, the hips, that might, yeah. look, talking to Ian Murray, the, 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 the hips job's bound to come up again. By <laughs> <Christmas>. <laughs> that would be good. Oh, imagine Tam Courts at the throwers, eh? That you just mischief me. Everything to keep up. But Ian Murray's done such a good job. Oh no, I know that. I know that. I know that. God bless him. Such a bad man. You put Craig right this. He's got to go and speak to the boy. Craig today as well. Just, just. So anything happened in the day, Craig? No, no, you didn't. No, 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 no. Your name's not been mentioned. You just tell them that once we stopped recording, you filled me in. No, but it's. You know what, actually, a, a warning to United, because we need to give them at least one today. Ah, I think so. Much more than Inverness, and maybe that's, again, it's a, it's a sort of an atmosphere that sounds Inverness. Inverness go into every season, you know, and there's problems ahead, though. And this, uh-huh. season, this season, they've been pro- proven right. Yeah. The club that surprises me most mm-hmm. so far this season is probably Morton. Not because they're not near the top, right. but because they're two points off the bottom. Right. I, I I see them as a a playoff club, mm-hmm. but the the have struggled so far this season. Which after the work that Dougie mm-hmm. Emery did last year, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. expect that. And now, maybe the best thing that's happened to him is this international break in a couple of weeks to mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to get heads sorted out and get shapes sorted out. Well, and yeah. Well, the thing like that, that the thing that really stood out about them last season was their solidity in, in yeah. defence and not giving much away at all. Um, and they just haven't seemed to find that at all this season. Um, they have brought in a new defender, who I obviously know, Tyler French from yeah. Dundee, uh, on his way back from a broken leg. Good addition, um, providing he's up to speed, obviously, but he's a, he's a very fast defender, and it would really add add to that solid, solidity, if I can say that word. Um, just about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've been surprised as well that they've not had that um, in the last few weeks, I think I both swept them aside last week. Well, Ewan Smith said they did. So, oh well, yeah, mm. got some. They've got Pinches an unreal record. <laughs> it's, it's the signing of Tyler French, a sign of how bad their form has been. I think simply yeah. because Tyler French is a very good player. Yeah, don't get me wrong. And I, I but there is a gamble, I would have kept him at Dundee. Uh-huh. But I would say Tyler French, even with the work he's been able to do. Uh-huh. The time he's been out and how mm. bad his leg break was at St Mirren at the start of the year, mm-hmm. he cannot be 90 minutes match fit. Well, you he played. Him, he pl- yeah. I saw him play 90 minutes not long ago. It was a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 and it was, I was surprised by that. Um, uh, he came, it, was, it was his first game back, wasn't it? From, yeah, first. Uh, for, yeah. I mean, public, you know what I mean. It was a so, yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah, it, was, it was a reserve. It was Dundee Reserves in the SPFL Trust Trophy against East Fife. The Diddy Cup, yeah. Uh, the Diddy Cup. <laughs> and uh, he played... The language in this room is terrible <laughs> these days. He played the full 90 minutes. And I thought at the time, oh, he's been out an awfully long mm-hmm. time to be coming back in and playing mm-hmm. a full 90 minutes. Um, and indeed, in the aftermath of that, we didn't see him again. Uh, and I think there, there was a reaction. Yeah, yeah, there was a reaction to that, and that's you know not surprising. I don't think. Um, and he's, then subsequent to that, obviously he's um, he's gone. But to, then he's he's played. I think you saw him for the reserves. I played in the reserves since yeah. then, right. um, and he played a bounce game last week. So right. No, so I, don't, I mean, good. so yeah, yes, he's, he's back. That'll be the problem. The adrenaline. Uh-huh. I'm moving on loan to Morton. Yeah. There's the whole thing about he's a Dundee player playing against United. That might him get get him through the ninety minutes, but you often find it's the next the next four mm. or five yes. extra players that have been out that length, yeah, yeah. and then it becomes a the excite. Once you get past the excitement, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is a physical slog to get back yeah. to the actual peak uh, of match fitness. But, yeah. uh, from a United point of view, it will be interesting to see if he comes in from the off. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because Morton, 
have started the season without a right back, so I'm guessing he's been signed to play right back. So it will be interesting to see if he goes straight in because they've been trying Cami Blue as a midfielder there. They've been playing, I think, Daryl Connor, a centre back, was the latest to play there. Um, so that's been part of their issue. They've had a really thin squad. They're, um, they've only had like three, four players on the bench. And it's what's even more surprising about their start to the season, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense in that context, but they started really well in the League Cup. They got out their League Cup group, they competed fairly well at Ibrox and then they've just they just cannot catch a break in the league at the moment well we'll see if they get one on Saturday hopefully not sorry Morton fans moving swiftly on high on George's notes is the news that Tyler French has signed a season long <laughs> <laughs> George I think we might have mentioned that already in this episode it's probably my failing memory but there's a distant 10 second recall well that was a bit of the game on Saturday I can explain uh, the thinking from yeah, Dundee's well, from the Dundee point of view, that's actually I, I did you the service there, George. You made it into a very, very slick two-parter. Because <laughs> there was a bit, there was. I, I mean, I was surprised when I, I was, saw he was heading out to Morton, and there was a lot of the fans certainly on social a lot media. Of reaction, that, yeah. yeah, that were basically why have they done this? They, very much a player they thought would be coming back into the first team because last season before his injury, he he was excellent. He was so fast and I think that real speed it's a big asset certainly in defence um, and yeah there was a, a surprise to see him heading out but Tony Dockett he speaking to him yesterday was at pains to stress that it was fully part of his rehab from his leg break obviously it's been nine months since he's been out in terms of first team football um, and they need him to get games and he's Dundee's point of view in the Premiership, you can't really chuck somebody in after nine months out and then expect every week to, to get those games that he needs to get back up to speed. So, looking for a loan, and Morton is, is well, Docker actually said that Morton was the ideal place for him because he's going to play. He's going to play in a team and under a manager that's obviously shown that he can set up a team defensively. They're going to do the right things, and they feel like it's a really good place for them to be to play those games, get back up to speed, and fingers crossed, all going well. So they can be recall back, in January. Back they? in January. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that's are... pretty standard for loans now. Mm. I think unless yeah. there's maybe a fee paid for them or yeah. something for a season, I yeah. think it's fairly standard for there to be a, a January a recall for, clause. I, I, yeah. yeah, I think it was just a surprise that it wasn't just a six month. If people would understand uh, yeah. that a bit more, that if it was that's just, that's what made people go what? Yeah, because it's his last yeah. year of contract as well. Yeah. The other thing we also tend to forget with loans is loans are selfish things very often too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember a lad, what was his name now? Wilkie. Craig Levine came in as my, and he'd actually uh-huh. played a first team game for United. Craig, <laughs> Le- Craig Levine came color. in. This guy. Oh, yes, <laughs> guy, that's, that, that's, that's you and I next to him on. <laughs> there he is, look in the middle. Whose idea and was that? Tom a, Duffy. Be, a beer mat with me on it. I mean, <laughs> it's just like. What's the association between the two items? No, should try that. Craig Levine came in. Craig had played. Uh, Lee, I beg your pardon, had played one game uh-huh. uh, back in the first team under Craig Booster. Craig came in as a new manager, uh, and immediately said, well, "You're not ready to play for us." Uh-huh. Bumped him up to Ross County. That's right. I and remember that. Lee himself said to me later this month, "He was nowhere ready to play first team football, uh-huh. but a month or so at Ross County uh-huh. got him a lot quicker." Mm-hmm. To the uh, yeah. to being almost ready, uh, and I think even then when he came back, it was still a few more games, mm-hmm. you know, in, in reserves or whatnot. But the acceleration in his fitness level, because he was playing first mm-hmm. team football, yeah, helped him a, a, a great deal. But for yeah. a couple of games, it wasn't the greatest thing for Ross County <laughs> because he was yeah. going, "This is like a different planet," because no, totally. he'd been out for a long, long time with his knee injury. But came back. Ended up very quickly captain of United. So mm-hmm. I think with, with Tyler French, I think it's it's possibly a swap move uh, and it, from yeah. Tony Doherty, especially with this thing that you'll you'll be monitoring him. Yeah, yeah. And if he's doing well, he'll be back in January. Yeah, and as yeah. as Craig said, they've been Morton have been struggling for a defender, so they need they obviously yeah. need help in that that position. And I'm sure the deal works for them. It works for Dundee. I think it works for everyone, providing he's playing and, and gets himself back up to speed. So fingers crossed he does that because it, if if you get the Tyler French that started last season mm-hmm. and then you've got an asset because yeah you just 
That's what I've it's taken really difficult the, to get that pace. Of, what I've taken yeah. from the reaction is Dundee fans love him. Yeah, I think he's brilliant. There was yeah. a, a few times it just went on storm and runs, and yeah. boys just couldn't he's catch. Exciting it. football, yeah. isn't he? He's, 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 he's very pleasing on the eye, and he's, he's a decent defender, but yeah. mm. exciting going forward. But it was good that he, uh, there was a wee mention of um, United being his first opponents as well. Yeah. No love lost, I think he mm. said, wasn't it? Could be interesting. Yeah. Fantastic. I love it. Love a bit of that. Yeah, you, you like it stern. As long as it doesn't go overboard. Oh, no, of course you, you like not. Them, you, like yeah. you like it. That's what I always suppose. Of course it is. Yeah. It's better so, than the stock answers you usually get from them. It's, like, it's just, just like any game, other game. game. Yeah, exactly. No, I, it's all good as well. pantomime fact, stuff. Exactly. Say, as long as it's pantomime stuff and the fans are shouting at him and he's he's putting his hand to his yeah. ear and stuff like that. Totally. It's great. It's entertainment. Uh, and it's, it's stay that way. Uh, also, I think from Tony Duckett, it's, it's a doyen of former Scottish managers, Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. Always used to say, when you're going to Celtic that weekend, always, always have something else to speak about just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so we go, oh. <laughs> if the worst comes to the worst, he might say, well, the good news is, <laughs> 90 minutes for the boy at Tannadice today. <laughs> That's going to help <laughs> us. He'll be back in January. Uh, I did once see Alex Smith there. Uh, United suffered a 5-0 defeat at Parkhead and he managed to get through the whole press conference without actually mentioning the game. It was, <laughs> it was, a, it was an act of absolute genius. Yeah. He had everyone eating out his hands in this big eulogy about, you know, when you, where's, where's the young Scottish but I can't play young Scottish players because we're going to Parkhead and they're signing all these foreign players at Rangers and Celtic and they, 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 they. bye now yeah. <laughs> he was gone he was gone before and everyone said but oh, you did get beat 5 no that's a disastrous result isn't it he was out the door before before that question yeah. was asked and it's uh, it's always good to have Shabby something man. else good, something good. else in your your haversack when you go to the after match press conference at the old firm because George it's going to be a test for Dundee it's going to be a test I'm, I'm I'm looking forward just to seeing where they're at in terms of that test because um, they've looked pretty good so far in, in terms of the team shape and, and how they've been setting up. Um, Celtic is obviously a much bigger test than they've had so far, although Celtic aren't exactly flying at the moment. I was just having a look at their... But I fear they might be after an old firm when I yeah. fear they might be on yeah. the end of the runway with their engines revving. That's their only goal in three games. Isn't Celtic like... It was goal? quite a big game though. One. It was a big game. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair, the last, what, two years ago when Dundee were back in the Premiership, Celtic weren't firing at all mm-hmm. and then they played Dundee in 1-6-0. Mm-hmm. Um, so, avoiding that, I think... Is the plan? Uh, they want to keep the, the confidence they've built up so far and, and try and take some th- from the game. If that's a result, then absolutely fantastic. St Johnson showed a couple of weeks ago that right. it can happen. Um, but I mean, I, to, to, to be actually, uh, I'll, I'll say I'm a St Johnson supporter. <laughs> Not that I talk about it all the time, but anyway, uh, no, St Johnson. I think showed. That, I mean, if, if it depends on Celtic because you know if it's yeah. the if, they turn if it's the newly revved up Celtic, then it's a different story altogether. Yes. But if, it, if it's that Celtic, then they're, they're, you can get at them. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, St. St. Johnson could have scored a couple of times. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it really, really, really depends on Celtic more than anything else. That's it. Dundee, Dundee, they can, whatever happens, have to have to turn up and be the best Dundee they can possibly yeah. be. Mm-hmm. And then it depends on which Celtic turn up. Yeah. That's it. It's a sad fact that Scottish football yeah. has, been, has been for a long time. Yeah, um, I just I, I, I would interest. I mean, to me, the temptation is to say, what's important is Dundee turn up and give a good account of themselves. Yeah, yeah. But I can remember going back again. It's going back a couple of decades. Uh, a very successful season under Jockey Scott just before the Benetti era, when Dundee finished in the top half. I think it was fifth to finish. Mm. They got annihilated twice at Celtic, but mm-hmm. Jockey's actual approach was. Guys, this game does not matter. matter. And I think, I think, uh, obviously, give a good account of yourself is the preferred option. Did Mm -hmm. did you not change his team for for those games? Yeah, I I think the thing is, what the manager has to find is a way of making sure that when they come, get on the bus Uh on Saturday night, Mm -hmm. whatever the result is, it has not affected them. Yeah, yeah, totally. And whether that's whether that's been doing the drastic measure of saying this game doesn't matter to us, lads. Uh and I think 
I don't want to go over uh, old ground that was covered when I was on holiday. I think if Dundee had played the last 10 minutes at McDermott Park like they should have, mm -hmm. it would be a somewhat easier task oh, for right. Tony yeah. Doherty yeah. to, to say that even if they got a heavy beaten, look what you did in your last exactly. game. But now they've got, if, if things go wrong on Saturday... The it's 90 minutes plus the 10 from like, the game well, before yeah. well is there a weakness there yeah. becomes the question uh -huh. at that point yeah I, I mean you don't want to hark too much about that but I mean it's, it's a question mark after that because you're doing yeah. a lot so close to the end of a match that you've basically dominated the let's game, be honest the game was 10 minutes has put a question yeah. mark over a good yes. start to the season yeah mm -hmm. absolutely yeah because it, it has it's highlighted a a potential weakness there. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't have to answer that question now, but Celtic is just the worst possible opponent. <laughs> yeah. so a potential weakness from a team that's actually, uh, in that area, the pitch got a lot of Premier League experience. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of the captain and, and Carson, the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. just, you, you didn't see that. No. Which is why I was celebrating the win on Facebook and the well known BBC pundit was very quick to reply, as he always does, <laughs> when his former team scored two late goals. Biscuits. Oh, was it? I? Mm. He never misses me that laddie. But it, uh, it is, it's, it, it's, again, we're, we're, I'm maybe being a typical Dundee fan and seeing too much of a dark picture that potentially lies ahead. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it is an issue for them mm -hmm. that you mm -hmm. would like to hope that even if they get beat on Saturday, that's behind because they've, they've done their jobs yes. properly for 90 minutes. And, yeah. and if they've lost a better team, on the day fair play that's no great surprise because yes, Celtic exactly. are a better yeah. team yeah. but I, I do wonder if Celtic are now ready to start flying yeah I, 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 I'm getting a wee uh, suspicion that that might be the case yeah. as well because I, I mean actually this is not a podcast about Rangers at all but on the other side of that coin I get the sense that Rangers are starting to go Hello, I think Beal's probably done for isn't he so it's just a matter of time on that front I think, I think Celtic now after that after that win, no farm game. They're yeah. uh, they're taking off, so, if you like. So, so it's, a, it's, a, it's, it. a, it's a difficult yeah. time for Dundee to be, to yeah. be going there. Well, one thing, looking at the Dundee squad, um, and this can go either way, but they have a lot of players who haven't played in a game like this. Previously, there's guys new to the league. There's young players like Lyle Cameron and Josh Mulligan and a few others that have mm -hmm. come through, and this is like the reward for getting out of the championship. Sure. So he... This it can go either way. It can be inexperienced that you get caught out. God, this is when but you'd like to see your Mexican striker. <laughs> this is smashing. Well, I've forgotten like, him already. Yeah. 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 The puns were yeah. all used up by July, and they're but they're the, not playing. That um, kind of adrenaline of being at Celtic <laughs> Park for the first time and taking on that challenge that, that might prove to be a, a positive. I think that mm. players. You get players that have played in the Premiership for years and years, and they're oh, we're going back to Celtic. Here we go again. Here we go again. But you got guys who are we're playing at Celtic Park. Let's yeah. go. Do you know who I think yeah. could well be Dundee's star? <laughs> They'll learn. Owen Beck. <laughs> Owen Beck. He's, yeah. come, he's, 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 yeah. not, he's not got a huge amount of big game experience himself, but he's he's coming from a big club in Liverpool on loan. He's He's got that atmosphere of success around him from being a kid at Anfield. I think he'll, he'll be a boy that thrives at Parkhead and yeah. wants to so. show. Yeah. And, and by the way, if he's not going to make the grade at Liverpool, mm -hmm. he is very much a Celtic fullback. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, so, did uh, see Windy's career uh, prospects any this, this week, surprise, uh, well, what surprise it coming out this week, but uh, Celtic fans on, on one of their uh, fanzines were talking about could Owen Beck could be the, the piece that sorts out Celtic at left back. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, nice timing. Um I think I might be deliberate. <laughs> Possibly. Just a coincidence. But it, it's, been, it's been quality so far. Uh, he copped a bit of flack for the end of that St John's game because it was his man that scored the goals. But mm -hmm. I, I can agree with Tony Dockett. There was more to it than, than him. And he's I another bet, one. I bet he bollocked him behind closed doors. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh, it sounds like he didn't need to. I think Owen Beck right, okay. kind of. Yeah. He was gutted after the, after the game. But he'd been excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on, definitely. Certainly on the yeah. ball and defensively. Mm -hmm. uh, brings a set piece threat as well but also this week he was away with the under 21s for mm. Wales but also stepped up the train with the senior squad which shows the progression they see in him at an international level obviously Liverpool have big hopes for him um, 
Dundee are getting the benefit of that at the moment and I think he's very much enjoying after Andy Roberts passed the other night he might be getting called <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a nice, nice assist wasn't it <laughs> um, but I'd actually been a up and doing press yesterday um, Beck was already back at Dundee even he'd only played the night before in Lithuania which tells you he's very keen to get back and, and play play for Dundee which, wow. which is good given my experience of recent international travel all it tells me is he didn't fly into Edinburgh he's lucky to get back the same day if he'd have flown in Nepal sorry that's on to another <laughs> subject sorry no it's, that's always good you like to see especially loan players because mm-hmm. you know, there's always that question yeah. you know dash yeah. back sometimes and you would understand you would stop off if they're flying back to Cardiff and mm-hmm. his family are near there of course I don't know if they're yeah. that you could always excuse them for you know stopping off and yeah. not being in training uh-uh. until sort of a day later or mm-hmm. something like that but it's, it's good to see the guy I'll go straight back yeah yeah, good for him. Good for him. Well, I have to say, I think the coaching staff at Liverpool would have, have something to say if he wasn't back at his oh, yeah, club yeah. as soon as possible. But it, it's good to say, I, I do like him. There's a few others on their travels mm-hmm. this past Scotland week. Pos- ones, positives yeah. for all of them, to yeah. be honest. Um, Lyle Cameron and Josh Mulligan both started for Scotland under 20s away in Spain, which is shows mm-hmm. the, the kind of faith that Scott Gemmell has in them in the match that Ben Doak's getting all the plaudits exactly from. they were yeah. playing either side of them weren't they it was yeah. like I mm-hmm. think they were playing the John McGinn Scott McTominay yeah. kind of roles from mm-hmm. the, the first team which is interesting um, it does though I have to say it always it always puzzles me that these two boys were uh, sometimes not in the squad on the bench sometimes late last season mm-hmm. Two months into the new season, because they're playing in the Premier League, they're suddenly okay and to start against one of the best under twenty one teams in the world. Strange, they have they have not progressed that much in that time. And my point, that's not a negative point. No, from the, their point of view, they were good enough near the end of last season. Sure. Now they're having to yeah. fight admin issues to get into the team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that went over my head. What was that? What the Luke McEwen. Uh, Mulligan team, was the player that was thing. supposed to play instead of McEwen when he scored the winner against Dundee the other, against, uh, against Hearts yeah. the other week sorry oh. and Mulligan's not been so I, don't, I don't follow football <laughs> <laughs> no Mulligan's not been in the team since Sean and I come from so. that era when you just what happened on the park was all the <laughs> For, forms and chairman and directors who were they yeah. on the other international things Amadou Bakayoko was back in the Sierra Leone squad for the first time in a year and scored the opener in Guinea-Bissau. Uh, they ended up getting beat, um, but he's scored two goals in two games now. Scott Tiffany's still got his name on that score sheet against St Johnston, but it was Baki Oko that scored it. Mm-hmm. Um, there we go. That's what he's saying, and I'm not arguing. George has spoken. Well. Right, OK. Yes, I always yeah. found it was wise to go with the much bigger. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's much bigger than Scott Tiffany. Yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> Is he bigger than you? No, no. No, I see. George is kind of a bit cocky. So you're going to fight him, George? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I never met, I, I never met any professional sportsman who was small enough for me to think I would take you yeah. on. But I'm yeah. not taking him on. <laughs> just a wee bit taller than No, I, what, 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 just to go over old ground maybe what was the feeling in the Dundee camp Did, with Tony Dockery? As a manager, I always want to give the goal to the striker. Yeah, well, that's a couple of goals in a row. Yeah, a couple of games in a row he scored. Well, that's certainly what uh-huh. uh, Tony Dockett was saying yesterday in the, in, in the press conference that he's backing him to to go on a bit of a scoring run because it's it's a confidence thing. You look back at last season, Bakayoko had a r- real struggles. He joined Forest Green. It was probably the wrong move because they just had all sorts of problems. And he wasn't a vegan. <laughs> Probably. Well, well, be- no, yeah. I'm not joking. I'm, that sounds yeah. facetious, but I'm, no, I'm being serious. They, they, they're they, I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're in-house diet for their players. Right. Okay. Yeah. Vegan. So that's it. So if I mean that's all well and good, and I'm sure you can get a perfectly nutritious, nutritious. What the hell is that? A perfectly balanced, yeah, nutritious yeah. diet that way. But if you're uh, not. If you if you if you like a burger, <laughs> you, you, know, you might have you checked uh, your phone. You might find yourself most uncomfortable. Googled, most googled uh, sites are McDonald's and Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you, check, if you check the location right after train. Well, anyway, that yeah. that was a bit facetious. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I don't have any problem with uh, alternative lifestyles. <laughs> um, 
yeah, obviously that didn't work. For whether it was the food or <laughs> the service, I don't know. Um, he didn't. He, did, he hadn't scored since December. So as a striker, you feel like that's a surprise. He looked. He looks a player. Yeah. Positionally, that was well, he scored. Goals. He scored thirteen the season before for Bolton in mm. in League One. So he, mm. he can. Well, there you go. He can find the net, and he's starting to do that for for Dundee, which is great. Um, whether or not his name's officially on this this score sheet, he certainly thinks it is, and then he's backed up with another goal and then yep. the duty. So, and I think he could be providing he's come back fine. Obviously, it's a long journey back from Africa, but against Celtic, a big target man striker, you need that. Uh, games like mm-hmm. Parkhead, where it, you need an out ball. Sometimes you need a boy that can keep the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and give your defence a bit of a break um, and he's an experienced player who's done that plenty in his career and I think he could be a really important part of anything good that Dundee do on Saturday You say a long journey back from Africa but south, south north shouldn't be as much of a yeah. difference and also sometimes sometimes now modern footballers they're probably better off a 10 hour flight with it. you see the, the seats that they give them in first class they're beds for God's <laughs> sake So that's true when it's a four-hour flight, you're getting awakened in the middle of the night to get off the plane. But if it's a longer flight, sometimes you're very refreshed. Yeah. So I'm, I'm backing the big man to be ready. As long as you're not flying into Edinburgh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's, it's the three hours getting out of Edinburgh that's always <laughs> the hard part. There's even roadworks outside the airport as well. <laughs> just a disgrace. You, you need a different ru- podcast. <laughs> ruined my holiday. Yeah, I'm, I, I want to be. I want to be Dundee Simon Calder. That's the boy on the TV. That yeah, he's good. Yeah. Uh, he must be a fortune, by the way, because it's always him when everything. I don't watch the TV. Man. Who's he? He's the, I don't know anything. Independent travel, travel cons- correspondent. He knows he's what he's expert. talking about. Right. You would know him if you saw him. Would I? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look him up now. <laughs> he's almost as well travelled as I've been since I retired <laughs> from full time journalism, Sean. Simon Calder. Let's have a look. Anyway, <laughs> well, Sean's looking that up. Oh, yeah, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank goodness for that. We've sorted that out. And, and Dundee still playing on. Yeah, yeah. Should, should we maybe ask Craig about Alex Ekubiak since obviously he's Ooh, yeah. signed for Dunfermline uh, since leaving Dundee. Spent, yeah, Craig, did, did, you did you have a nice way of signing his contract? You've seen him play a lot more than Craig has. <laughs> Some play this week. How did he look? He looked fit him. and energetic as ever. He looked very good, actually. He played 45 minutes for the reserves. It was against a very young Kilmarnock team, so that should be taken into account. But he did look very good. He showed a wee bit of everything he could do. Hit the post with a really good chance where maybe he should have scored. Might have scored if he was a wee bit sharper. But yeah, he used his pace to get in behind the defence a couple of times. Showed a bit of skill. Showed that he can hold up the ball. Um, so yeah I mean it, it's going to take a lot for that to translate into the first team but there were certainly encouraging signs there he knows the management team he knows a few of the, the players that are there he's coming into a, a really good dressing room so and and Dunfermline have been crying out for another striker so o- overall it seems like a very good sign in you'll be able to answer this a bit better um, than me George but it seemed that he wanted to stay at Dundee it yeah. seemed that quite a yeah. lot of the fans wanted him to stay and I don't know, he's maybe a bit unlucky that he didn't get to stay on at Dundee because he had a terrible time of injuries his first two seasons yeah. there. Things that he had never experienced before. Um, really bad run of luck. And then he, even when he was fit last season, took a while to get into the team. The fans were crying out for him to uh, be partnered with Zach Robinson. Eventually he was. Yeah, yeah. And then they struck up a great partnership. And that was one of the many reasons they yeah. went on to well, they, win the league. Yeah, he played a massive part. I mean, he scored 10 goals across the season, which was his best return, I think, in his career, I think. Um, so, yeah, I would have very much liked to see him stay. I thought he could he could certainly step up to the Premiership. I think he's, I think he's certainly good enough for that. Um, I wonder whether just the injuries... And I, I get the feeling that he was signed to replace Kane Hemmings. I wonder whether he was on quite a good contract mm. and, and Dundee just thought we're, we're kind of starting again for, in terms of a squad we're starting from scratch and he was just a bit of a casual in, in that I wonder because he was very settled up here he liked he was very much liked the club and he was very much liked around the club as well and obviously a good player but Dundee just decided I think to Formed go a, good a different way partnership with Zach Robinson and I have to say I don't think their paths crossed but I have to say that the mental picture I have is 
there's a good partnership in waiting there with Craig Whiting. Yeah, mm. I think so. Yeah, I think um, that it's, front it's three players, so, yeah. that he he plays, he sometimes structures it uh, differently. But yeah, there will be times where he plays a front two, and I think they will because that he's got pace that uh, that White and lacks, for instance. And uh, yeah, I think he will. Whether he's on the side of the three or whether he's through the middle, I think he will be a good addition mm. for them. Craig doesn't know that. We know Whiten's granddad and that, so we're, we're playing the Guinness stars on a Friday night. <laughs> something nice about you. Okay, how did you get in on that? No, but I do, I do generally think, I think uh, you could be axe energy, uh-huh. physicality, uh-huh. Craig's game sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just, you, you never know until it happens. I mean, exactly. Some, yeah. some of the best looking partnerships in the world it's good on paper. don't work, but, but just, just in my mind's eye, uh-huh. In terms of shifting him on from uh-huh. Dundee as well, though, I think, I mean, to me, it looks like Tony Doherty's a man who knows what he wants and knows mm-hmm. what he doesn't want and yeah. isn't really, there's no. not much wiggle room, which is not a criticism. Mm-hmm. It's no. a, it's a, for a manager, you know, you need to have a sense of uh, uh, what you're building towards and I, I, I get the impression that he does and he, he knows yeah. what he needs and he knows what he doesn't and that's it. He was very selective with who he offered contracts to yeah. the, from the mm-hmm. contract players and, I mean, it, it seems to going well so far um, and I, he, he obviously took that opportunity to have the have the clean slate rather than think so, yeah. have a core and build around that yeah, a core totally. of, that mm-hmm. were already there yeah managers don't to get rejected by a manager doesn't mean that manager thinks you're a you're a bad player no. he thinks he's got someone better or mm-hmm. someone with a better fitness record mm-hmm. or something yeah, yeah, just someone just that fits your style you're not yeah, the right fit slight, doesn't fit in slight, there, exactly. slightly more because I don't I don't think it was I, it wasn't a bit of ability. Yeah, yeah, I saw the Yakubiak departure yeah. as being one of those football matters where there was a change in management mm-hmm. and what suited the new manager didn't right. quite fit with Alec Yakubiak's McCub- mm-hmm. attributes. And I hope he does well because I thought. Yeah. yeah, very much so. And he did manage to get suspended some time with his dog as well. Yeah, I wonder. Nice. I wonder what his partner was thinking about that because uh, she's mentioned in in the copy <laughs> as well. But then the headline and the picture is all about him and his dog. So yeah, I wonder how she's feeling today. <laughs> but he, he loves that dog. I mean, he's spoken about the dog. Before. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> he Tom doesn't know. What I'm a dog here. I've heard, yeah. sorry, I've been away for a few days, and and, and, and I was it, pleased yeah. to see Alec. You could be back, but I didn't know he had a dog. Although bizarrely, in, in, in this year alone, I have learned from being out and about walking that Tyler French, I'm sure, has a dog, as does former dark blue Paul McMullen, because I've seen them walk, not together. <laughs> it wasn't a dog walkers club, but I've seen them both walking dogs. Okay. And I, I, I recognise them, but I wouldn't recognise the dog again. <laughs> I have to be honest, dogs are, I'm more of a cat guy. I think you might recognise... Uh, it's been a slow week, because <laughs> I've spoken about... The international break's dogs. almost over. Cats. Anybody want to know what kind of water I'm drinking today? <laughs> no. Yes, I mean, it's a, when, when... God love, I hope Scotland qualifying will work, getting on to this eventually, George Wanton, but let's not speak too much about England. It was only a friendly, it didn't matter. Although I get to play the age card... My wife, who has no great interest in football, said, oh, so, so Scotland got a real chance of beating England. I said, no, Scotland have no chance of beating England. <laughs> they, have a, they, have a, they have a chance sometimes, but as soon as Scotland historically think they're going to beat England, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I, I, never, I, never got, I never got that. And, and in the end... It, it was a lesson. It was a lesson. I, it, didn't, it didn't bother me too much. I just won't. Probably not a terrible time for it either. Given I, I that we're on such see, a I'm, high I'm kind of on the other, I'm on the other other side of that Do fence. So? To be honest, I think that it, I, I I hope we don't end up regretting organ. Well, it was, it's a big anniversary and all that stuff. The momentum, I'm, right, yeah. okay. I can't make up my mind if Steve Clark, who said all the right things, actually wanted that. Yeah, thing. I'm not sure. Was, was, and, that and an then, was that actual anniversary? Was that not last year? I think it was last it year was, as well. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's not even in the right year. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm I wrote a book about it and I can't I can't <laughs> I, 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 I wrote a book about it and I can't remember. No, I th- I'm was, concerned. Was seventy two or seventy three. So I, I certainly Are wasn't. you serious? I wrote a book about that and it was uh, seventy two or seventy three or something like that. Are you are you joking? I hope it doesn't say um, that in the book. You're not joking, are you? I'm not joking. He wrote a book about the history of Scotland versus England as an international football. 
that match and he can't remember. And I forgot it all. <laughs> what I do months. remember is that I'll tell you one of the great uh, <laughs> urban myths. I grew up being told that Queen's Park provided the team that right. played in the first ever international. Now, technically speaking, that is true, but the world they were the Scotland the, team. No, no. The Queen's Park provided the players. What the, what that actually means is Queen's Park. Some of the players came from other teams, right. but Queen's Park basically coordinated oh, right. okay, it as okay, a club. Okay. Whereas over the years, a myth grew up that it was the Queen's Park team. Uh, it wasn't uh, the Queen's Park team. Okay. It was the Queen's Park organisation. So you did, did write it. a book about it. So I did write a book. Right, about good. It. It was dreadful. It was <laughs> I, you know what I found out when writing a book is it's it's much better to read a book than write. It's <laughs> so boring. Did some other author call in sick or something like that? Uh, that's not it. <laughs> that might have been a joke, Sean, but it's actually the truth. <laughs> it's, that's a truth. That that's the truth. truth. I was it? called in at the last minute and <laughs> and they said I'll give you some money and I was okay, Mister. <laughs> Two, two weeks later, I thought, there's no money in there. I, I, I take my hat off to anyone that writes a book. Right. Because I, what I found from writing a, a book scarring is... scarring experience. A newspaper-sized story is long enough for anyone. You just, <laughs> like... It just goes on forever and ever. And you've got to research things. And you're like, God, can I not just go out and play football instead of writing about it? Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, a, a bit in the vein of Alex Smith. Did you see how I managed to speak about Scotland yeah, England yeah, and keep yeah. the actual humiliation to a minimum? And that is, in fact, all we've got time for. If you like the podcast, we'd be grateful if you tell your pals about it. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. All that really helps people find Twa Teams One Street, and that means a lot to us. Don't forget to pick up your copy of the telly Monday to Saturday for all the latest from Dens and Tanadice 